0: Welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. Grab your Bible, grab your notebook. We're going to dive into God's word today. I want to take a moment and encourage you to ask God, to ask God. God wants you to ask him for things. A lot of times we can adapt to the mindset that God's too busy. Why would he want us to ask him? I'm bothering God uh, about this. But there is power in your ask. There is power in you bringing your petition The Lord, and we're going to take a look into God's word and see what it says about asking God and reasons that we really don't ask God. There's gonna be a shift today in our ask. So let's take a look at, at Mark chapter 11, verse 22. It says, And Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that which he says will come to pass, it will come be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Whatever you ask for in prayer, Mark says, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. You know, God works with the will of men. He doesn't just do whatever he wants to do on the earth. If he did, he wouldn't need us. He wouldn't need a relationship with us. But since he created Adam and Eve in the garden, he created them with the ability to choose, to choose, to make a decision, to have a will. And and as we have a will also, God is wanting to partner with us to see his will done on earth. God works with the will of man. And that, that comes forth in an expression of faith that whenever our will and our desire lines up with what God wants, we see things happen on earth. That's when heaven is manifest onto earth. And what a privilege it is! And I don't even know why God would want to work that way, but He wants to work with us. He wants to work with our ask. He wants us to have faith in Him. You know, my husband didn't just tell me that he had to that I had to marry him. He wasn't like, "Look, woman, you were getting married on this date, whether you like it or not." No, he asked me for my hand in marriage. Why? Because we had a relationship. He wanted me to want to be with him. And that's how it is with God. He doesn't just want us to walk around like robots doing his will. He wants you to want to do what he wants to do. So he wants our relationship with him, that love relationship. And that comes through prayer, that comes through the times that we're seeking him and asking him, for different things in our lives and I love what what the book of Mark here says because it, it gives expression to our asking God uh, I want you to ask me he says ask me for these things when you ask and you don't doubt I want to bring it to pass in your life and you know I love what the book uh, of Matthew says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 it talks about you know when we ask God that he is willing to to do what we're asking him to do. That when we ask him for things, he's not trying to hold it back from us. He's actually trying to get it to us in our lives. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. If you have your Bible in your pen, you can jot some things down. It says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be open which of you if he asks for bread will be given a stone or if we ask for fish will be given a serpent if you then are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your father in heaven give good things to those who ask him he's saying look parents out there i know that you love to give good gifts to your children you know on christmas you're not like relishing in like you know, the, the lump of coal that they might think that they're getting because of all your threats. You're excited to give them a good gift. He's saying God, God is like that. He wants to give us good things. He's just waiting on us to ask him for it. He's waiting for us to say, God, I know that you are a provider, so I'm leaning into that and I want you to provide for me in this situation. God, I know that you are a healer, so I'm asking you, healer, to heal me. I'm asking you to restore me. I'm asking you uh, to do a miracle in my midst. And he's waiting for us. It says, ask, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. He's waiting for our ask he's waiting for it Hebrews 11 1 says now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen asking is faith in action it's saying God I am so convinced that you are who you say that you are that when I ask that it's already done it is a done deal in my life that i don't have to worry if it's going to happen i don't have to worry when it's going to happen i just know that when i ask you it's a petition saying god i'm inviting you into this space because i know that not only do you have the power to change this situation but you want to work on my behalf god works with us god works uh, in in our midst He, he wants to give you the desires of your heart he doesn't create a desire in you so that you have an ask or or you want something. You know, that's what an ask is. It's when you want or need something and you go to somebody who can help you. My children will come to me if they need to ask me a question to go somewhere, if they want to ask me for something monetarily. They have no problem asking me for something because they have a desire or a need that needs to be met and so you know when we're serving God the Bible says that those desires that he puts into our hearts they're not to frustrate you or to leave you hanging he gives them so that you will uh, ask him so that you have something to wrap your hope and your expectation around so that when he fulfills it it brings glory back to him there's been many times in my life where I have asked God for something and he has showed up And in those moments, whether it was believing for the sale of a house or whether it was believing for a healing, whenever that thing came to pass in my life, I wasn't uh, so caught up on, on the thing. I wasn't so caught up on the fact that my face was better or so caught up in the fact that our house sold. I was caught up in the fact that I have a God who answers, who sees, who hears me. And that's what asking does. It cultivates an intimate relationship with him and it builds our faith muscle. The Bible says that each of us are given a measure of faith. We're each giving a little bit of faith when we're saved, right? The same measure of faith, mustard seed faith. How we grow and develop that faith is up to us. If we utilize that faith, some of us never use our faith and we say we have enough faith that we believe that God exists and we're going to go to heaven one day and that Jesus is Lord and it stops there and and praise God we can go to heaven but God wants us to exercise our faith to continue to ask him for things so that he can continue to reveal himself to us so that we can continue to obtain everything that he has for us in this life and often he works in that realm of desire you know i think about the woman in 2nd kings who built a house for the prophet and she built a room for the prophet and he said thank you so much Thank you for doing this now I'm gonna ask you what can God do for you in return and she says oh no 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 it is just my pleasure I just want to you know I just want you to be taken care of I don't need anything and the prophet he hits he hits a chord with her because he says no there there is something that you need how about a baby do you would you, how about a baby and she she it's such a deep desire in her life that she had buried Due to disappointment that she said no 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 don't tease me basically she tells the prophet don't tease me with that request it's already you know i've already cast it off as it's never going to happen and god wanted to remind her of a desire that was in her that she had buried because he wanted to bring it to the surface so that she could have faith in the god that she serves that god was saying thank you for doing this for my prophet but now i want you to ask me for something because i want to fulfill a desire in your life because that's the kind of god that I am. The Bible says you can't outgive God. You can't outgive Him, that He is a blesser. And so He wanted to bless her, but He didn't want to just, you know, make it happen without her knowing. He wanted to bring it to her remembrance that, wow, that was a desire so that she could start to have faith that it was going to happen. He said, by this time next year, woman, and, and what you know that it happened, by that time the following year, she had a baby in her arms. He wanted to bring that desire to life so that she could wrap her faith around it not so that he could disappoint her but so that he could fulfill that promise and if you're watching today maybe there are desires that you haven't asked god for maybe there's things in your life that you have shelved because you haven't seen them in a long time let me tell you uh, it might be time to ask god for that thing again let the holy spirit bring it to your remembrance so that you can have faith for it one more time, that you can have hope that God is going to do it in your life, that you can wrap your expectation around that desire to see it fulfilled by the God that you serve, who hears you and wants to answer your prayers. So there's a million verses in the Bible. That's an exaggeration. There is a ton of verses that tell us to ask him for good things. So why don't we do it? I want to go over a few things with you really quickly. If you're hanging tight with me, you can write these down few reasons why we don't ask that we need to change. You know, Mark says, look, ask me without any doubt in your heart, Jesus says. Whatever you pray for without any doubt in your heart. So so we have to ask, but we have to make sure that there's no doubt in our hearts. And that's where we stumble a lot of times. We don't ask because there's some lingering doubts. Well, why do we have doubts? What is the doubt that keeps our ask uh, from, from growing in our lives, keeps us from petitioning God for the desires that he's put into our heart. The first thing is our knowledge. We don't know what God's word says. You know, we don't want to ask him for something that might offend him or that maybe he doesn't want to do in our lives. How many times have you heard Christians pray, God, if it is your will to heal me, then heal me. If it is your will uh, to get me out of debt, to get me out of that no no those are black and white things in the bible that you can find verses that tell us that by his stripes you were healed it is a done deal he already paid the price in the covenant for you to walk in healing over sickness and disease you know we, we he broke the back of poverty he became poor so that you can be rich you don't have to ask if it's god's will to make you the head and not the tail the lender and not the borrower it's in the word of god and so a lot of times we pray not full of faith and asking we pray wavering with doubt in our hearts we're asking but we're still in hesitation because god what if you don't want to do this in my life and james calls this the prayer of the double-minded man that one second we're praying for something and the next second we're wondering if god wants to do it and it says in the book of james that you're going to be tossed around uh, like a man in, in the waves of the sea you're not going to make any progress in your faith your faith muscle is not going to grow because you're going to be wavering back and forth and back and forth faith comes by hearing the bible says and hearing the word of god if you want to grow your faith muscle get in god's word find out what does god's word say is mine what does my life look like in light of god's word you know god's word isn't something that we keep up on a shelf and we live our life and we read a scripture or two out of it on sunday God's, li- God's word is for life application. It applies to every area of our lives. So get the word out and find out what does God's word say and then start to ask in accordance to what his word says. It says, ask anything in Matthew seven and according to my will and I will answer it. Well, the problem is many of us don't know what his will is. His will is found in his word. Get in the word. Maybe you say, "I don't know what the Bible says about peace." Can I stand and believe and ask for peace? Yeah. Get in the word. Find scriptures that God promises peace and tape them on your wall. Tape them on your uh, on the, the roof of the hood of your car, on the you know where your rearview mirror is. Whatever it is, get it in front of you so that your faith is being built and your faith muscle starts to grow and you're steadfast in what you're believing for. A second reason that we doubt. God a lot of times is because we don't have confidence in the position that we hold in Christ. How you think God feels about you is going to affect what you ask him for. If my kids think that they are in trouble or if I'm mad at them about something, maybe they know that they didn't do well on their report card and they're coming home, whatever that looks like, they're not going to come up to me and ask me uh, to go make a target run or to go to the mall because they know that they they're in a position that they're probably in a little bit of trouble. And if we have the mindset that God is always mad at us or we've always done something, that we've done something wrong or if I go to ask God for something in prayer, I'm kind of like hiding. Like, is he going to strike me with lightning? Did I do something that I don't know that I did? And it keeps us out of a position of confidence in asking God for different things. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He's saying, ask me. Ask me for help. Ask me. I'm never going to leave you or forsake you. I'm with you in this thing. I'm not bailing on you as quickly as you think that I am. God is steadfast. He's your standby. Holy Spirit is with you. He is your guide, your comforter, your teacher. And so when you understand that, you say, you know, that is my position in Christ, not my position in my own righteousness, not because I was good enough that day. But because I am a child of God, and when God sees me, he sees me through the blood of Jesus. And that is what should make me come boldly before the the throne and make my request before him. Not because I'm so great, because even on your best day, if you are the best Christian in the whole world, the Bible says your righteousness is as filthy rags. It it comes through knowing Jesus Christ and the blood that's been applied to our life. Now, obedience does reap blessing. And when we know him, we want to obey him and do the things that he's asked us to do. But at the same time, that doesn't make us Qualified or disqualified to approach the throne of grace in prayer. It's through the blood of Jesus that we can go to Him with confidence. So if the enemy can make you feel like you're always uh, falling short, that you're always failing, that, that you know who do you think you are to ask God for that? You know, you yelled at your kids today, or um, you know, you had a bad thought uh, towards that person in traffic. Whatever that is, the enemy is accuser of the brethren. That means he he will accuse you of a million different things. And if you do fall short, what does the Bible say? You confess your sins to the Lord, and you move on. It says you confess it in First John one nine. It says if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just, and will forgive us our sins and purify us. From our unrighteousness, we ask for forgiveness and we move on in operation that we are forgiven children of God. So get that out of your mindset that you're not good enough, that you messed up, that God's mad at you. It will always keep you from asking God in faith and assurance that God will do what he says that he will do. The third and final thing is this. We have a lack of trust or perseverance in the promise that at the end of the day, we don't ask god and keep asking because if it doesn't happen immediately we just give up on it and assume that he doesn't want to answer our prayer we have to learn to persevere in the promise to ask and keep asking i love this verse in luke 11 9 through 13 it's the amplified version of what we read in matthew Uh, it says and ask and keep asking seek and keep seeking knock and keep knocking If, if it doesn't happen at first Keep asking. Keep knowing that he's going to do it. Keep declaring his promises until you see it break forth in your life. There's a story in the Bible about a persistent widow that Jesus tells. That she went to a judge and she she wanted justice and he said no. And she kept coming and she kept coming and she kept coming. And it was her pure persistence that made him grant her the request that she had. And, And if you think about Jesus telling that story and the lesson that he wants to teach us, in prayer, ask and keep asking. Knock and keep knocking. If you know something's yours, you're going to keep going after it. Know the word of God. Don't doubt in your heart. But if you, if you know without doubting, you're going to keep going after that thing until you see it break forth in your life. So whatever it is this year that God has put on your heart, Whatever it is that you're perceiving, that desire that you have, maybe that, that lost child that you want to see come home, the things that, that you've been believing for, keep believing, keep asking, keep seeking, and it will come to pass. There is power in your ask. He's waiting for you to ask. There's things in my life that I was waiting for uh, months, to figure out and I was just keeping it in the realm of my thinking or worrying we can keep it in the realm of our worrying and think that we're actually praying about it no you're just thinking and worrying about it you need to start asking releasing it to God the moment that I asked him the moment he answered me he, he laid it out all out before me. He's waiting for you to ask him because he wants a relationship with you. He wants to do this thing called life with you. He wants to see you obtain victory after victory all throughout 2024. And it starts in your asking. Well, God bless you. I can't wait to hear testimonies as you start to ask God for great things.